0: welcome to the pro tips podcast brought to you by noodle pros and inspirica we are the only podcast that provides expert tips from professional test prep tutors education consultants and education insiders i'd like to welcome curtis rutherford who's been a tutor for over 12 years in new york city he is a writer and an improv comedian and i'm very curious as to whether he can make deconstructing probability and data collection on the SAT funny. Curtis, what do you think? Thank
1: you, Lisa. <laughs> uh, no, I can't. This is not gonna be a funny. This is not gonna be funny at all. It's going, I'm sorry if you're expecting funny, you'll have to find something else. No, okay. there is. All right.
0: Why did you pick is, these two topics?
1: Because I wanted the least funny topics ever. <laughs> I wanted to see what what's the smallest. No, the reason I picked these two topics is they are very strange small topics that the SAT likes to test. That if you've studied them in, in um, if you've studied them in class, you've probably done like whole chapters. And there's many, many formulas and many things to remember. Or if you haven't studied them in class, they are completely mystifying. And with both of these things. The SAT is really only asking for you to know like one or two things. They really only want you to know.
0: Because you also find, find, right? The kids, they see the the data collection or the probability and they just either move on to the next one or worse, they panic and it throws them off on the rest of the test.
1: Exactly, right? And I think both problems of either panicking and, and running or of this is a probability question. Let me go through every probability formula I have ever learned. Are not great for the SIT. They're going to slow you down, or they're going to make you miss points that you could get. Right. So give us, so give us a couple of
0: things on each of these topics where, when the students in there during the test, they go on automatic pilot and their brain remembers what it was you said. Sure.
1: So with probability, there's the normal probability question is just what you want out of the. We'll call it the total, right? So however many total things there are out of what you want, right? So uh, if I roll a die, right? Uh, how, there are six sides on a die. So Lisa, what's the chance that I roll a die and I get a five?
0: Oh God, I better get an 800 on this.
1: One. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> I've got a one five. Now that is what I want out of how many total sides were there, right? So what's that total fraction? One sixth. Exactly. Oh, right. Thank God. Now that's the, <laughs> fantastic. Now that's the normal probability question, right? Okay, great. We've one thing we want out of six total. They also like to do this with like marbles or choosing people out of a group, right? If I have yep. three red marbles and five green marbles, right? Then the chance I pull out a red marble is, well, there were three red marbles, so it's three over uh there were eight total marbles, right? So it's mm-hmm. three over eight. Right. That's like a normal probability question, right?
0: You better not ask me anything else, or I'm never having you on this podcast again.
1: (laughs) All right. All right, go ahead. All right,
0: go ahead. No, I don't mean to be a difficult student, but I'm trying to make this enjoyable. Okay, go ahead.
1: (laughs) And so, With probability, sometimes what you might have learned in math class was a lot of like, how do you do probability if you keep reaching into that bag and you keep pulling red marbles? Or what's the probability of pulling two green marbles and a red marble or pulling no green marbles? You're not going to have to do that on the SAT. For the SAT, all you have to focus on is what do I want? How many total things are there? And what's my total? And now I'm going to talk about that total. Because that total, we always say total, but it's not really total. It's the like uh, technical statistics term for it is the sample space. It's what we're choosing from okay. right? So here's what that means. Okay, let's say there is a classroom and there's one teacher and there are uh, 25 students, right? And let's say let's say 20 of the students have listened to this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So one teacher, 25 students, 20 of the students have listened to the podcast. If I choose a student at random, what's the chance that they have listened to this podcast? So there were 20 students who had listened, right? So I know the top of my fraction is 20. But, and here's the trick that the SAT loves to test. What is the bottom of the fraction? It's not everybody in the room. Because I just asked if I choose a student at random, right? Mm -hmm. So the bottom of my fraction is 25 because it's the students. It doesn't include that teacher. That teacher, I'm sure that teacher is great, but they are not part of this probability, Mm -hmm. right? And so that is our sample space. We're choosing from a smaller group, a smaller sample than what is entirely there right? So the most important thing with probability is to look at what am I choosing from? What they love to do on the SIT is they love to give you a whole giant table. Maybe it's broken up by like, this is the, how people responded from ages zero to five, from six to 10, from 11 to 15. And they have all of the ranges of responses of people like yes or no, do they like soda or something? And they have every single range and they give you all this data. And then they ask, if I choose somebody who's between ages six and 10, what's the chance they like soda? I don't care about the rest of the table, right?
0: So do you am, suggest, oh. do, you, do you suggest then that the students should cross off all the fluff or how do you get rid of it so you can just see it's very simple in what it's That's asking?
1: basically it rather than crossing it off just because occasionally there's like two or three questions really like two questions about the same data and i don't want you to cross off data that you then need for the next question i would suggest circling whatever you need right so -hmm. if they say what's the chance that somebody age 6 to 25 likes the soda maybe i just circle all of the columns for people age 6 to 25 right if they ask, what's the chance that people in the three cities closest to New York, right? Maybe I just circle the cities closest to New York and I mm-hmm. am just focusing on that data, right?
0: That's great. I mean, because that just, it, it shows you that they're trying to confuse you, which a lot of people don't expect yeah. an, a standardized test to do. Why would Why would they be wanting to confuse you? Wouldn't they want you to be getting the answer? I've had a lot had a lot of students ask me that. So that's great. So that sort of elegantly unravels a very complicated problem.
1: Yeah, and the nice thing is that's pretty much all they ask with probability, right? Like with the ACT, they will sometimes ask more difficult probability questions, but with the SAT they really just want to know are you looking at what we're choosing from? That's it.
0: Wow. So anytime a student sees probability question, Instead of panicking, just say, I remember that Curtis (laughs) said, all I need to know is what I'm choosing from and just circle that. Exactly. Great. All right. Now let's do data collection.
1: Okay. So there's a whole set of uh, problems on the SIT where they love to give you a big paragraph and every answer is like a full sentence. And these look like reading passages questions. They're so long. They're often things like, 400 people in a local city were asked whether or not they prefer, you know, hot dogs or hamburgers, the data collector, blah, 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 and it goes through everything of like what percentage like this, what percentage like this, maybe a margin of error, that sort of thing, how they picked the people, all of that stuff. And then they're going to ask, generally, one of two questions. They're normally going to ask something about like, was the sample representative, or another version is like, what can we apply the sample to? And then they're going to ask margin of error questions, which we'll come back to. So what I want you to remember first is the idea of a representative sample, right? So my first question, and I know you said I shouldn't ask you questions, Lisa, So I won't, and I won't come back, but I'm asking you a question and whatever, <laughs> whatever happens because of that, we will have to accept. So uh, Lisa, what is your favorite type of ice cream? Chocolate chocolate. Fantastic. So out of the two of us, right. I also really love chocolate. So does that mean that let's see, just doing the percentage real quick, two out of two, that's one. So that's a hundred percent. Okay. So a hundred percent of the people in this podcast right now, love chocolate. Now, what the SAT loves to ask is what does that sample represent? So let's think this through. Does that sample represent all uh, noodle tutors. Does that uh, represent all tutors that 100% of the tutors love chocolate ice cream? No. What do you think? No, not at all. We didn't ask anybody else. All we know is us too, right? Does it say that all tutors or teachers worldwide love chocolate ice cream? Nope. No, not at all. Doesn't good- Curtis,
0: the- you are such a good tutor. Very simple. All right, all right. continue. <laughs>
1: So yeah, so all it tells us is that it represents us too, right? Yes. And that's it. So whenever there's a sample, the only thing it can represent is what it was taken from. So in our case, that 100% of of people who love chocolate only tells us of the people currently on this podcast, 100% of them like chocolate ice cream. Got it now. Now they can change that a little bit, right? Because what I can do is I can do a random sample. Now, if a sample is random, then it represents that entire group. Right. Mm -hmm. So here's what I mean from that. Let's say I randomly choose out of noodle tutors. I randomly choose 10% of them. And I ask them, what's their favorite ice cream. Right. Right. So now the data that I get, who did I choose my sample from? All the tutors. All all the tutors at Noodle, right? Right. Yep. Which means the data that I get is only applicable to the tutors at Noodle. It doesn't tell me anything about tutors in general, not the rest of the world, not football players in Akron, Ohio, not firefighters in India. It only tells me about tutors at Noodle, right? Because that's what I pulled my random sample from. So whenever they ask about a sample, if they say, what does this sample, what did the results represent? Ask yourself, what did they pull the sample from? That's all it represents. Wow. I mean- and I'm going to say, these are going to be long questions. Like, they're going to say, what does this represent? And there'll be one whole, like, it represents the tutors at Noodle who uh, who also have decided to do this. And there'll be another answer. It represents the tutors who have taken sailing courses. And it'll mention all this stuff. But you know, all you're looking for is, well, our sample was tutors at Noodle.
0: So that's it. I feel like the two topics have a lot in common, which is that they look complicated. They're, are lots of words. And you probably feel like you don't even know what they're about. And really, they just yeah. simplify to this one thing, whether it's, you know, choosing what you're com- what you're choosing from, or the same thing what you said about data collection. So I think that's really interesting. Um, yeah. I would like to hear some other topics from you. May I have you back on?
1: Sure. Absolutely. As long as I don't, didn't ask you too many questions. (laughs) and put you too ill at ease. No,
0: no, you did a great job. All right, Curtis, thank you so much. And if you'd like to get in touch with Curtis Rutherford, uh, go to noodleprose.com. Thank you for listening today to learn more about Noodle Pros Inspirica, or our guests, reach out to us at 844 663 9484 or noodlepros.com or inspirica.com this is lisa jacobson wishing you happy learning come back next time for another inside expert and even more pro tips